This week on the podcast, we're joined by Faelish. We talk about what is up next for Hunt Showdown after the Blood Moon event. Is DK Oldies a scam? We run down all the things that have happened over the last few months for them. And of course, stick around until the end of the show for deals of the week. Roll the intro. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. We have already lost the Mr. Green lead. I hopefully he comes back soon. <laughs> I am your host, Danny K. With me, most of the time, we have Mendachi. Oh, look at that solo finger right there. Damn, <laughs> beautiful solo <laughs> finger. Um, Mendachi, the spooky and the ugly. How are you doing today? You know, just brilliantly scuffed. You know, it's great. We're doing wonderful, man. Yeah, just doing fantastically. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Always. We're also joined by Faelish. Faelish, welcome to the Hello. show. Thank you. Glad well, to be here. Yeah, and I'm going to say real quick, uh, thank you so much for staying up late to do this with <laughs> us because you are all the way over in Europe. Faelish, for the yep. folks who have not met you yet, who are you, what do you do, and where can people find you? All right, well, I'm Faelish or M. I listen to both. Uh, I'm a Hunt Showdown streamer who streams Hunt every Tuesday to Saturday, and you can find me on twitch.tv slash Faelish. It's not easy. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. And we are now joined by the wonderful, the beautiful, the Mr. Green Elite. Green, how are you doing today? I never left. I know I you never left, time. but you were like not in front of your mic. Uh, yeah, uh, kind of popped in saying that she needed her, like she couldn't find her keys, so I checked her side of the bed. Ah, did you in fact so, find yeah. the keys there? No, mm -mm. nope, uh, nope. But I got my keys. <laughs> you can take my car. I don't, it's not like I'm going anywhere tonight. So yeah, but uh, excellent, excellent. Hopefully uh, that she gets to work on time. Everyone, thanks for watching, listening to the show. Be sure to stick around until the end of the show to hear about some awesome deals that we found for you this week. Of course, if you miss any part of the show, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. And of course, you can join us live most Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central Time. We are, of course, doing this show on Thursday this week. And I want to appreciate everyone for understanding that we had to move the show. I had to go uh, help my father with an appointment and uh, be there for him. So thank you all very much for that. But Faelish, let's talk about yes. Hunt Showdown. We have, we have three yes. avid Hunt Showdown players. We just got done with probably Hunt's biggest event, which is the Blood Moon event. Let's just kind of talk about what we what you think about uh the blood mood event what crytek did uh did well with this event mm -hmm. what you kind of wish they had done better and what you think is next for hunt shutdown let's so let's just start with with that like what right what do you think uh the blood moon event what do you think about the blood moon event uh just in general i think in general it was a very very fun event um this was my fourth or fifth event that I've played through in the past two years. Uh, definitely one of the most balanced ones. Um, I think aesthetically it was really cool. The idea was really cool. Um, yeah, kind of sad that it's gone. I kind of miss that cheat. <laughs> yeah, the so real quick for anyone who hasn't like heard us talk about Hunt Shit On, right? It's an extraction shooter. So you load into a map, go hunt down a monster, try to survive other fighters uh, or other hunters um and if you die it's it's permadeath so that character is gone yeah. forever and this blood moon event 
they included a couple of new uh perks or traits they call them traits in this in this game essentially just perks um and one of them was called death cheat so i think it was if you died uh you got that hunter back or you could use that hunter one more time right yeah so where normally you would lose the hunter like you would lose the character completely uh this time the character stayed alive like you lost all equipment that came with it but you you kept the character so you could continue building on it yeah saves um, you time and saves you money because you don't have to purchase yeah. another hunter for 200 or or pull a another hunter and, and build it up so yeah yeah uh which was a probably the biggest change or big uh the biggest uh, change to any trait that was there. There's also the self-revive trait. So the, it, how they had it set was there's three different, like, essentially factions yeah. that either hunters could be uh, attuned to already uh, as you pick them up or that you could pledge into. Um, and with the grounded pact, uh, that included, like, you could get the death cheat, and then there was the the next up. If you had, like, four tokens, is you could be invisible to mobs uh to grunts and stuff like that um but with that there was like uh added bonuses to certain traits that are already in the game like necromancer if you're playing solo uh and you have that grounded pact um and you have necromancer on you can self-revive yourself as long as you're playing solo which is huge i mean <laughs> You never expected. You never expected it at the beginning of the event yeah. that you just boom. Someone's just like, "Hey, I thought I killed you." Right. Like, and then I like I this person kept self reviving for like five times. It was the first. It was the first week. I think it was like the third day the event was going. I was playing solo, and there was another solo person. I didn't know that this was a thing, and I <laughs> I kept self reviving. I thought he was cheating. What is going on here? <laughs> but I, yeah, it was yeah, it was crazy. Um, I think um, one of my uh, favorite things about the event was that during the the dev stream when they were explaining everything, the devs quite literally said, "We know that some of this is crazy, but we want to see what it does. We want to see how <laughs> everybody reacts to it." And it definitely created chaos. <laughs> oh, it's great. I I am extremely sad that it's gone now yeah it's a lot of fun uh, especially the oh. grounded pack the infernal was great i love that the um they included um uh, a change to the maps that wasn't like an actual change to the map you know um it's just a, a random almost uh natural event that happens that like changes the way you move with the the infernal fire um you know, it, it could change uh, from map to map, and or it could just not be there, right? So the maps where it's there, like it can completely encompass a a whole uh, point of interest that could be the the boss spawn, right? And it it makes people reevaluate how they're going to actually enter into that compound because it creates a a massive like. A choke point into certain areas and you know it also is extremely loud as a player in a, in a game that requires like uh audio cues it's a, a massive audio cue game like 
it, <laughs> you can't hear shit when you're next to the fire. Like if someone's running next to you, you can't hear it. You have to you have to solely focus on on visuals and seeing the person. And then there's the the infernal pact, which like some people would run where they could just run through the fire and not get like burnt down, which is huge with maps that have a bunch of fire on it. So I I love that they made these changes. It reminds me of a uh, battlefield, the battlefield shooter games where like a storm would come in or like a, a tsunami would level the map. Like it feels reminiscent of that. And like, I want more of that because that's, that's cool. Yeah, and they're, yeah. they're on an engine that can do it, you know. Yeah. Uh, Felish, how did you feel about about the changing environmental conditions of the map? Right, because we got like uh, Green said that we had like a map that was just, or we had maps just covered in wildfire. What do you think about that? I think aesthetically, the Inferno looks great. Right, the the fire is beautiful. The changes that it made to the map, everything around it, it was gorgeous. Um, from a streamer perspective, somebody like I play the game six to eight hours every day because it's my job at the moment. It, it it was a little bit hard on the eyes, um, especially Fridays when it was a hundred percent. So you only got the fire map, the the sepia, the orange sepia effect. It was hard on the eyes. Uh, it's definitely very tiring. So aesthetically, it was gorgeous, but after a while, you're like, please, no more orange, please, no more enough it's like it's like being in the 2010s and every movie had that piss colored filter on it yeah exactly oh, yeah. yeah yeah so that's definitely i'd say one of the things that i'd like them to reconsider for our next event um i think the idea of the change in map is very cool and i'm very excited to see okay what is Crys are going to do with this are we going to get more varieties of this are we going to get rain or snow or hailstorms or tornadoes or stuff like that um but hopefully with additional changes that are not that don't affect visibility as much as this did. Yeah. Yeah. Like another oh sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, uh I, I very much agree with you, Failish. I would love to see more environmental changes to the maps. Um that but especially not like so visually striking. Because yeah, the the wildfires are fun and stuff. But you're right, like, especially like when you're playing on a Friday, get very tired of that. Like, OK, I can't see shit. Everything is going to be just orange and smoky everywhere. Green, what were you going to say? Uh, what I want to see is a fire spread mechanic. Like, I want to be able to light a, a hayfield on fire. Right. Uh, right. Or like Seven Sisters, I want to light the, the cornfield on fire. Right. Like Red oh, Dead, oh. Red Dead style. Like you've yeah. seen the video mm -hmm. of like the side mm -hmm. by side, and they show like fire climbing branch to branch, and then like the ground underneath the tree, and it kind of spreads out. Yeah, that's super rad. Hear me out, Crytek. Fire spread on wooden buildings and and hayfields, and then uh, I know far left, uh, a roaming boss that moves oh, between the be buildings. Cool. I want to see it. I think it would be really cool. It would also be a great anti-cam mechanic to set the building on fire if they're stuck inside. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So the the clowning kings in there, uh, you know, will uh, feel the wrath of the fire. And uh, yeah, I, I, that's 
you don't need to charge me any royalties for that. Like, it's 100% free. Take it. <laughs> Do what you will with it. Oh. You know, we know you have the technology because we've seen it in the Far Cry games. Do it. All the Romeros and their Juliets are pissed at you right now for even suggesting it. <laughs> Main oh, Romero yeah. players need to. No, no. <laughs> I'm a Romero hater, so. Uh, but you know, joking about the guns and stuff like that, we did see a couple new guns introduced into this game. Uh, like, how are you feeling about the, uh, about the car? The uh, oh, golly gee, why am I blanking on it? There's the crag. There's the Lamat carbine. Yeah, Lamat carbine. How are you feeling about uh, the guns that came with this event? Uh, and what would you like to see next? I love how everybody always forgets the centennial trauma. Like every oh, single yeah. time, mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. forgets the centennial trauma. Everyone forgets the centennial. Um, <laughs> <laughs> centennial trauma is just okay. I can one shot him later. Okay, cool. Um, the crag, I love it. I'm not very good with it. Uh, the sights and I don't get along, uh, but I think it's gorgeous. I know a lot of people don't like that it does 124 damage, um, but in my opinion, if it does any more, then it's too good. You don't need yeah. Bullet Grubber to reload it. It has fast rate of fire. It has um, a fast reload. It has super high muscle loss. It has to have some downside, which in this case is damage to it um so crag love it wish i was better with it um the carbine i think it's lacking um i personally compare it a lot to the officer um which has a higher rate of fire is more stable to to shoot of course the lama has the shotgun part of it which kind of like compensate for that but I feel like the Lamat needs something. Um, I couldn't really tell you what, though, to be honest. And then the iron side, I'm also not a huge martini fan. So I'm going to use it to get the book of weapons and then I'm going to leave it to the side. Um, it's it's nice. If you're good with a martini, you'll love it because it's even faster if you don't mind missing half of your left screen. <laughs> Or half of the left side of your screen. Yeah, that's that's my biggest gripe about the iron side is that it it takes up so much screen real estate. Yeah. Yeah. There's just something sure. about it. Like martinis are cool and all, like you can hit those headshots. Mm-hmm. Um I, I do wish because it is technically a lever action gun, with it being the iron side, that levering would work for it. I w- I would go to town on an iron side with levering. I like I don't even care if it's like super slowed down. I would still I would I would rock levering on the iron side. I, I wouldn't feel ashamed of it either. I would no. do it. Nope, I would not feel shame. Yeah. <laughs> I would, but then again I'm an also an after enthusiast, so I don't get to say anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> um so I'm trying to think of what else. Uh sorry, I've got a cat who is trying to like claw the shit out oh, of me we, right now we hear it yeah we hear uh, it. it's winning <laughs> she is yeah she has got her paw right on my shorts it's not fun um okay so we got uh the weapons we got the the map changes and the and the and the trait changes um so with this event there was also the battle pass system this was their third attempt 
at Battle Pass? So right? Second. Second? Second? Se yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, how did you feel about that particular aspect of the game? Do you think that they need to like, do you think that they can move forward with how, how they did it this time? Uh, do you think they need to change it dramatically? How are you feeling about that, Felish? So compared to the previous one, this one is a lot better. Um, more content, but also more balanced. Like with the previous events, the more levels you completed, the more you needed to go to the next one, right? So you started with a few hundred points and eventually to do one level, you needed a few thousand. Uh, with this one, every, every level was a thousand points. So you get 2000 points, you go up two levels, etc. That in itself was already a lot better. Just the linear, is that, that's linear, right? I think. Anyway, that yeah, system, yeah. a lot better. <laughs> um, I think the content on it was good. One of my main complaints with the previous one was that all the skins were locked behind the premium one. And I, don't quote me on this, but I think the free version of this one had like skins that you could, that you could get. Uh, I instantly bought the, the premium one, so I couldn't tell you which ones, but um, I think it's a lot better. I think it's very balanced. Uh, the fact that challenges gave you 6,300 points every week if you did all of them made it. If you, I, I did the math on the first day. If you just did the challenges every single week, you would finish the event. And that is just the challenges. That does not include the games that you have to play to do set challenges and the points that you get while playing those games. So I think it's super balanced. Um, and even for those people that don't have the time to play the game, you could, you could buy the levels. If you don't have the time, but you have the money, you have the option to buy the levels. So I think those are definitely good things. I hope they continue with this trend. Um, I actually don't have a negative about this battle pass. If I'm very honest. Yeah. There's a lot of really terrible battle passes out there that we've seen in the past like couple of years. Like whether it's Halo Infinite, like <laughs> super bad. Uh Overwatch. or like Destiny, yeah, Overwatch, Overwatch like very, very, very grindy. And like they they need you to spend like, you know, upwards of like six, seven hours a day, like every week or whatever to, to complete everything if you want to get through it. So like their their idea of what a successful battle pass is, is like you at least at some point to get the thing that you want, you're probably going to have to actually pay more money to buy levels. But like, yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, every time that Hunt really takes on an idea like this it seems like they either get really close to hitting the nail on the head or they drive that fucker right into the wood and most people are really happy with with the execution yeah i think compared to the previous event there were a lot of people that struggled with serpent moon uh which is understandable it was a very grindy event and i definitely think you can see that they took that feedback and they applied it to this current one and that it is so much better now that's rad. Yeah. yeah. I was I was going to say one other thing is like uh they seem to be really receptive to what their players have to say. And so it's like if we want something cool like fire spreading or like being able to set buildings on fire, roaming bosses and stuff like that. Felish like you you are very much so in tune with the hunt community and you have a community all on your own. 
what do you think the likelihood is of Crytek listening to its player base and people like you that do have a very loud voice um, when it comes to possibly considering implementing some of these changes? And do you think that it would be as simple as being like, at Hunt, uh, please, roaming bosses, please, please, you know, like, you know, uh, yeah. what can players do to, to try and kind of, I don't know, um, I guess, um, what's the word, inspire the game to be inspired? Okay, so I just want to pre-state that I'm currently not affiliated with Crytek in any, in any way. Mm -hmm. Just want to get that out of the way before anybody makes assumptions. Um, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just a streamer. Um, the easiest way is probably just be vocal about it. Share your ideas on Twitter, at them directly. Hunt Shardon is very active. It's a small team. It's a small community, but they're active in it. Share your ideas on Twitter and tag them in it. Share your ideas on their Discord server. There's official Hunt Shardon Discord server. There's multiple feedback channels in there. Share it there, but don't say something. Like, don't have a great idea and then, like, not give it to them. If you have a good idea... Share that with them. Give give it to them. Don't talk about it like in a scenario like this, and then don't do mm -hmm. anything with it because the, the chances that they're gonna see this is very small. But the Discord is red. The Twitter is most likely red. I assume um, they may not respond to everything, but they will see it. They can't work on your ideas if they don't know what your idea is. So that is like, I'm a very big feedback person. So I think that's like the number one tip that I can give. If you have feedback, if you have ideas, give it to them. There are channels for them. Use them. Heck yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. I think that it's also very important to not like, I don't know, be a little poo baby about it and be like, Crytek, why, why know this? Ugh, bad game. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Be yeah. Uh, constructive like positive when you post and don't be don't have an epic gamer moment about it and <laughs> like you could just be cool yeah Hunt, don't go full on baby rage yeah, yeah. Hunt showdown <laughs> has been the community has been pretty good about not doing that but it has been getting a little bit worse and i know uh our friend home reel uh over on youtube uh actually put a video out a few months ago i want to say two three months ago where he was kind of calling the community out being like why are you guys being pissed babies um, of course, he says it in a much nicer, uh, home real sort of way. But what a nice fellow. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> so wholesome. So wholesome. Um, but yeah, anything else in terms of like uh, what's next for Hunt Showdown? What do you What are you hoping to see in the next event in terms of just um, some mechanics that they're going to implement? Maybe like lore or aesthetics, right? Because we are seeing a lot <laughs> of you know night maps and. I think there's actually a story with the last couple events, uh, like the Serpent Moon and Blood Moon event, actually kind of connected in a way, uh, lore-wise. So, what are you looking forward to? What do you What do you hope to see in the next uh, little while? Um, I'm hoping that they're gonna bring Selvres back. I the the self revive for solos, I think, was a great change. Um, I've also discussed this many times on my stream a lot of people are like oh but how are we going to know that that solos have self-revive like if they just need necro like how do we know well how do you know that a, a squad has necro the person stands up in front of you out of nowhere how is it any different for a solo 
Um, so I'm really hoping that they're going to make that a permanent change. I feel like that would be very healthy. I personally don't run a lot of solos, but when I do, the amount of times I get killed by just being in the wrong place at the wrong time, and then it's just, well, you're dead now. Yeah, <laughs> Go back to the lobby, bye. So just having that second chance would be really great. So I'm hoping they bring that back. Um, and I'm curious to see, now that they know that they can do these uh, wildcard conditions, as they called it, like the fire, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with that. I'm excited to see if there's going to be more weather conditions, different weather conditions, how they're going to change. Uh, and I, I kind of just want them to continue this trend of, okay, let's make a little bit of chaos and see what it does. Some things will work out, others won't. But it's it's fun to have that 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 change up every now and then. Because Hunt is always the same. So having a chaotic moment like this, just everybody just full on go crazy, I think is very refreshing. I hope I hope for more of that. Heck yeah. Uh Green, how about you? What are you hoping to see in the next uh couple events? Yeah, I'd like to see these uh these new traits come back in in uh either permanently or in in uh, like ongoing events. And then like definitely weather conditions. Uh like if we could get like a like a massive like downpouring thunderstorm, that would be really interesting to see. And it I think it would change because there's uh so with the fire, the fire like changed like the whole movement mechanic, you know, in, in terms of like you know traversing and and, and traveling two different areas so like if you incorporated like a storm that would like change the conditions of like you know sight you know to where like it, you know if there's someone with a Mosin sniper uh that's not going to favor them versus you know someone who has a shotgun stuff that changes that stuff up um is something i really want to see in the future i think it would it, it would uh increase the longevity of on showdown yeah. as a whole um i think for me as a as a player like the one thing i would like to see in ter- if we're talking like the environmental effects and stuff like that is i would actually love to see some sort of ice storm like the bayou froze overnight so the there's not as many like water ways so you're not like trudging through so much water but that also means that you can't like people can't really hear you if you're walking through mud because all the mud is frozen right like stuff like that um, I would love to see like something like that, uh, like that implemented. I don't necessarily want like snow, but like frozen by you would be kind of cool. Um, but I think the the one like mechanic or or combat balance thing that I feel like I, re- I we really need to see here is uh, definitely we need to address some of the camping stuff. I think the the stalker beetle was a good uh, addition to to help deal with that, but I would love to see some more because we still have that problem a little bit of of uh shotgun campers and buildings and uh whatnot but anything else in terms of our conversation with hunt showdown i mean sure can wish I, can I was I... good at it oh yeah hey, let's go ahead <laughs> i mean can i can i just pitch an idea here right yeah. hunt audio crispy snow footsteps Ooh. the asmr mm. potential yeah so just want to throw that one out there. Um, I, I want to, I just want to experience it once, you know, Dennis, come on. 
but uh, <laughs> I think the Bayou wants to experience snow at least once in, in right like forever because like I don't think uh, I don't think it's ever snowed in Louisiana. So um, I I'd love to see that uh, in terms of the camping. I personally don't believe because I they've been I know that they've been talking about an anti camp mechanic for a while now. I personally don't believe that the stalker beetle is the anti camp mechanic. I'm convinced that there is something else coming because I don't think they ever confirmed that it that it is. They confirmed that they're working on something, but I don't think they ever confirmed that the beetle is the anti camp mechanic. So excited to see what they come up with for that because i do agree that it's yeah it's it's easy to just sit in especially on a single bounty um boss layer sit in a corner and just wait yeah by the way if anyone uh wants to complain about the idea of having snow in louisiana uh I just looked it up real quick. In 1895, a large snowstorm spanning from Texas to Alabama left New Orleans with approximately 8.2 inches of snow. 21 centimeters. Thank you. <laughs> wait, did you wait, Mendachi, did you look up the same Wikipedia thing I did, or did you just do that conversion in your head? Wouldn't you like to know weather boy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um okay uh do you guys want to go on ahead and talk about dk oldies hell yeah uh before we do move on to dk oldies though if you guys got anything out of that conversation and enjoy what we are doing here go on ahead and hit that subscribe button that helps us out quite a bit and uh you can talk hunt with us in the comments we'll we'll respond to every hunt comment that we get in the comments uh and we love uh talking about it um okay yeah dk i oldies. love hunt so yeah. much it's it's both me and green's main game it's so good um it's <laughs> i yeah. started playing it two years ago and i just never stopped <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of the same same with me uh it took me a little bit to convince green but i don't think he stopped playing it since i got got him to start i've um, been religious the official valentine of next to nothing network yeah um, but yeah, so if you guys have been on TikTok or YouTube shorts, you may have come across a channel called DK Oldies. They are an e-commerce store who sells used and allegedly refurbished hardware and games. And I say allegedly refurbished because some YouTubers and customers have been purchasing from them and have received incredibly questionable products. So real quick, can we start with an agreement? Refurbished products mean cleaned, repaired, and maintained, right? That's when you guys see refurbished on a website, that's what you think that means, correct? Yeah. yeah sure. Why not? Got a solemn nod from Greenly. Uh Mendachi, you say <laughs> why not? Is there is there something else that you like to add or redact there? Yeah, sure. Why not? But oh well, actually, you know what? Add tested. Tested, so yes. So like actually, yeah. So like actually coming with like a certification that this has been checked out and it works, you know, something like um, a local chain of uh, gaming stores that I often bring up on the show, something like video games, etc. Like they always have a tech dude around. that's like, yeah, I pretty much just power on playstations all day and make sure that they can like run games and stuff. Yeah. Pretty cool. You know, but it's yeah. like they know it works before they sell it to you. Yeah. And so Shiny star sticker. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like you would imagine that they take care of some small cosmetic things like yellowing, they repair broken parts, replace parts that may go bad soon. Uh, you know, like replacing thermal paste. Like, like that sounds a, like a reasonable expectation of a customer who buys refurbished products, right? Because I think so. I think that's incredibly, uh, like an incredibly reasonable expectation when you put that label there, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, because that's, that's not exactly what's happening here. And I have a couple examples of where that's not happening. And uh, we have three YouTube channels and I'm just going to kind of go through with each YouTube channel and what they bought and what was wrong with each product. So we're going to start with probably the largest YouTube channel that's in this conversation, which is Review Tech USA. They're a channel with 1.02 million subscribers. And on January 9th, of this year they posted a video of the nintendo entertainment system that they purchased for 300 dollars, which is pretty expensive for a, a nes at current market rate uh it came with this uh significant amount of grime the controller was missing screws and they didn't uh, and it didn't operate properly uh and a chip was a pretty significant chip was in the plastic uh the system did run but was not in a condition that they thought was acceptable uh, a few weeks later, on January 23rd, 2023, they posted a video of a PlayStation 2 that they purchased. It came with dirt on the surface, like they scrubbed it with uh, with like an alcohol pad and had dirt on the alcohol pad. The uh, AV port was broken and the power supply was bulging and the inside was dusty. Uh, on February 7th, so just last week, uh, they posted a video of the an, uh, of an OG Xbox that they purchased from DK Oldies, but they did so under a different name and uh, a different address. So that DK Oldies did not know it was the same person ordering the product, so they couldn't do some sort of bait and switch after the videos came out. And uh, on multiple occasions, the device uh, failed to read discs. Uh, it cleaned disk that he had verified worked with a different device. Uh, it had swollen capacitors and they had not changed the thermal paste. All the indicators that they did not refurbish the device. So that's Review Tech USA and the three videos that they did on the products. They've had a lot of other videos related to it. Uh, we'll kind of get to some of the uh, comments later. But next would be Jacob R., a channel with uh, 313,000 subscribers. They bought an Xbox 360, PS3, and OG Xbox. December 30th of last year, he posted a video of his OG Xbox that he bought from them for 260 bucks. No thermal paste was changed out, but he said it looked relatively clean. The PS3 video, which was posted on the 20th of January, 2023, showed uh, that the uh, device had dust inside and out and he was cleaning literal dust bunnies from inside the console once again it was marked as refurbished which means if it was refurbished and there's literal literal dust bunnies in there they didn't crack it open and clean it out and they definitely didn't change anything uh later in the month on january 27th 2023 posted a video of the xbox 360 and it came relatively clean but no thermal paste on the cpu or gpu of the device were changed out it was dry and cr uh crumbly mm. the last youtuber mm -hmm. we're going to discuss is kreisky who has 11.1 uh i'm sorry 11.1 k subs and is primarily focused on reselling games and consoles so he's someone who should probably know what he's looking for 
um, and probably actually would sell to DK Oldies himself. But on February 5th, he posted a video of a refurbished N64 that had dirt on the outside and also failed to start or read a game. Uh, three days later, he posted a follow-up where he refurbished the product himself, cleaning the dirt and grime from the inside of the device with a toothbrush and alcohol, isopropyl alcohol. And after refurbishing an already or an allegedly cleaned, refurbished and tested product, it turned on and read the game. So those are just a few examples of uh, the the products that customers have been receiving. There's more, uh, there's like retro game guys that I saw who got uh, a Bob N64 from them. Uh, and a lot of other people have been talking uh, on social media about receiving bad products from them. But uh, DK Oldies has responded. They responded on February 2nd. They posted a video titled DK Oldies refurbished, refurbished their consoles. And in the video, they go step-by-step step on how they refurbish a Wii and claim that they treat every console the same way. But you could actually even see in the video that they don't really do that good of a job of cleaning. Um, they take a uh, magic eraser to grime and they claim that it actually doesn't damage the finished screen. Do you want to explain why that's wrong? Um, no. No. <laughs> so for for those who don't know, a magic eraser is essentially sandpaper. Yeah, uh, I actually worked in uh, aerospace and uh, national defense industry. Uh, the only time that we would actually use a magic eraser is before you add even powder coat to something, let alone like military grade uh, paint that's on a finished product. It is abrasive and will take off any surface material. Yeah, it's, it's a, I don't I, like it, it. It shouldn't even go without explaining. Like if it says it on the box, do not use on, on certain materials. You probably shouldn't use it. So like, it's very it's like a very fine i think like 8000 ish grit uh mm -hmm. something like that yeah yeah um, it sounds right it'll take block. paint off a wall it'll like oh, yeah. mm -hmm. discolor your wall like if someone threw spaghetti at the wall for one thing don't throw spaghetti at your wall don't be an animal just don't <laughs> but like if you were trying to clean it up and like you were like oh magic eraser it's mr clean never did me wrong he'll do you wrong that day he will do you <laughs> yeah. super wrong that day and your parents will beat your ass. Yeah, uh, but like if you need to, like if you got that weird like discoloration on your headlights, and you want to re like essentially get that off, you can use that, and and then just make sure you clear coat it afterwards. Mm -hmm. Right? But just, yeah, yeah. So it goes just without saying. Stupid. Yeah, it goes without saying. Magic erasers are not something that you would use on a shiny plastic surface to remove grime. When goo gone and a paper towel will probably do just fine. Anyways, purple alcohol will do just fine. Yeah. Yeah. So really for now, they've, there's been some other stuff um, that's been happening over the last couple of days. They've been hiding comments on all their YouTube, uh, uh, on all their YouTube videos that mentions Jacob R or um, uh, uh, review tech USA. They've been, uh, they've actually been blocking people. Um, there was one comment that they said that they responded to somebody and said, basically people are jealous of their success, which is just kind of a PR mess. That's not, it's not great for them. Um, and I'm going to say just like one, what's up? 
They're doing the Artesian build method. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was, what was that computer company that Art- totally fucked up? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. And real quick, I'm just gonna kind of put this statement out here for anyone else who might be review or might be talking about this topic. Um, I know Joey is like the face of the company, but he's not the owner and he's not a decision maker. When you go to their website, Joey is actually listed as just like their social media manager and customer service manager. So maybe don't just put his face up there. Um, he's, as far as I'm aware, probably just speaking on behalf of the company. He's probably not the one really uh making the policy decisions that leads to bad products it's not an excuse for dk oldies but can we just stop memeing on joey himself and blame management <laughs> blame the pe- now that, blame the appropriate teams now that you say that you need to change our, our youtube thumbnail to be a picture of, of joey for this video Dude, oh I, yeah i was gonna i was literally just saying like wrapped in a big fuzzy blankie and like just like a little cup of cocoa like we're trying to treat him right you know like worst week ever for that fella yeah i i legitimately that was part of the reason i'm like i wonder who this joey guy is and i looked at their website and like just looked at their team like they like on their about us they say who the owners are they say who their uh repair and cleaning team managers are joey's not there (laughs) he's he's on the community page so um yeah i just didn't want I, i that was just one of the things i wanted to point out to people like joey probably doesn't deserve the shit that he's getting um he's probably saying what his bosses want him to say uh yeah <laughs> but yeah for for now i think this is really more of a buyer beware moment for anyone it doesn't seem like dk oldies is really doing what they advertise uh for their products for their customers i think it, they are definitely being dishonest about their listings and how they treat the consoles that they purchase and then resell to you um, especially because you are paying a premium. They, I mean, you're paying more money for these products than what you could probably get from any sort of other market. Um, so yeah, really a buyer beware moment. Probably don't purchase from DK Oldies. If you're wanting to get older consoles, if you're wanting to get an Xbox 360, Wii, PS3, anything older, PS2, OG Xbox, going back to NES and Game Boy and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, really a buyer beware moment. Uh, do you guys, uh, uh, Felix, do you have anything you want to add here? Any thoughts, opinions that you want to share? Well, as as somebody who used to manage social media accounts for brands, I just feel bad for Joey. I'm sorry, buddy. You don't deserve this. You'll be okay. But um, <laughs> yeah, Call no. I, for our homie Joey. Right. I personally think if you buy a refurbished product, you expect something that is not brand new but looks and acts brand new uh and if i were to get a product that is does not function that is disgusting that is you know has all these troubles with it i I, i'd feel pretty scammed yeah i i i think i'd go straight to paypal like not even the company straight to paypal be like hey give me my money back because this is not the way that's supposed to go and i think that turning your comments off is just I get it, but at the same time, it's like, come on, everybody knows what that means in this day and age. If you turn your comments off or if you hide comments, you know that you you effed up. Yeah. Uh, Mindachi, do you have thoughts, opinions you want to share and express? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I feel like, I don't know, at least one of you guys has. And Phelis, you said that you've been in 
um like the customer service like and like pr section of companies before um i worked for best buy for a while and there like if you if you got something like this from like a like a reputable name or something like that as just a whatever customer even if it was just one store in one location you're you might swear off like this massive company from you know like one bad experience dk oldies is not best buy they are not that big so i don't understand why they're taking this stance you know like you are literally sending your company to doomsday not just by the actions of not doing what you say you're doing uh, or doing an internal investigation, but also by telling your customers to basically like eat a dick and fuck off and like too bad. (laughs) Like, Like this is how you don't have a company anymore. Fast track. Yeah. And I will, and I will say a lot of people have been mentioning the fact that they, Oh, they have a great return policy, right? Um, which is, is fine. They can have a great return policy, but why, why put that hassle on your customers when you can just do it right the first time? Yeah. Um, which is kind of like, it's a weird defense that I've seen, um, where some, where some people have been saying, well, yeah, you can just get a return, like just return it to them. Um, and they will, uh, you know, they'll send you a brand new, you know, they'll send you something new. And I'm like, yeah, but why? Why? It's also just all a bad practice on their part where they're paying for shipping twice or three times. You know, like it is just bad practice. Uh, Green. Yeah. Any any thoughts, opinions you want to express on this on this story here? Uh, no, you pretty much uh, uh, had everything put out on the table that I was uh, thinking as well. So. Um, it just seems a, a little scummy. Uh, if you're if you want something retro, just just build a Raspberry Pi. Unless you absolutely like are a collector, just build a Pi and don't deal with these guys. Right. Yeah. yeah I also can't imagine spending three hundred dollars on an NES. What like that's supposed to be refurbished, and then you get it like that for one thing. And I mean, like just in general, I've I've seen some really nice, really well cleaned up NESs. Uh, at local game stores that are less than half of that just ready to walk away and like here's you know anywhere between 50 and 120 dollars and you know you can take your childhood or your parents childhood or you know your grandparents childhood with you out of the (laughs) store uh yeah well and they even have a lot of uh companies also have um uh like multiple like retro consoles built into one now too so you can even get like i think i saw one once it was like a nes and like sega genesis or something like that like all like wrap up in, into one thing mm-hmm. that would read each cartridge you just have like a slot for each cartridge um i think that's kind of it on this topic then unless you guys have something else that you want to talk uh mention with uh dk oldies no, not for me. Do better, my lord. Well, if you Take are accountability, <laughs> yes, do better. Do better, right from Phalish's mouth. Uh, if you guys have actually purchased from DK Oldies though in the past, let us know what you guys got in the comments. Like, tell us about your experience with them. 
uh, and we would love to hear if it was a good experience or bad experience. But let's talk about deals of the week. Um, yeah, yeah. So, like I said at the top of the show, every week we bring you guys some deals that we find, uh, either something on sale, something that's worth buying, uh, or something that we think you're just gonna enjoy. Uh, this week I have something that's just a dumb find. It got recommended to me on Amazon. Uh, it's a color changing mug with the opening scene of Skyrim on it. So when you pour your hot coffee on uh, in it, it says. Uh, oh, you're finally awake. It's dumb. I just thought it was funny. It's like 20 bucks. You can find it on Amazon. I kind of want it. <laughs> right. I kind of want it, yeah. Um, Mendachi, what about you? So uh, I'm going to attempt to show my cell phone background to the camera here. We'll see if that works. Okay. Yeah. Eh, 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 eh. All right. Uh, anyway, so it's a game that I'll probably talk about in the near future, but Hi-Fi Rush is free on xbox game pass and it's now in my top 10 i'm on my second playthrough now doing post-game stuff and uh it's probably my favorite character action game so like games like bayonetta devil may cry uh near automata all those kinds of games this is the best one of them uh it has a lot to do with music rhythm so if you also like rhythm games this is 100% up your alley. If you suck at rhythm, that's totally fine. Um, I have a lot to say about it, so I'll say that for another time. But it is super worth your time, and it is free on Xbox Game Pass. So definitely go and give that a look. Heck yeah. Baelish, do you have a deal that you would like to talk about? I do. So I think we all know and love God of War in one way or another. Uh, did you know that there's actually a God of War inspired cookbook? You can find it on Amazon. It has a bunch of amazing recipes with step-by-step -step instructions that you can follow. It even has God of War illustrations in it. So it's also like a little bit of art. So it's currently on sale. It is $29.98 on Amazon. But check it out if you like cooking. Hell yeah. Green, how about you? What's your deal of the week? My deal of the week is uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. The classic edition, 2005, the OG, like the most badass game of 2005, hands down. Um, it had like uh, ground troop fights. It had space battles. It was great. You could play with like four friends. I think there's online servers still. Um, you know, it's player owned servers now um, because EA was like allowed them to do that um, with the resurgence of the battlefront franchise a few years ago so um you can catch that uh for 65 percent off on steam right now until february 23rd uh for three dollars and 49 cents total fantastic yeah. game it's like it is my <clears throat> my middle school i just remember playing battlefront 2 with my cousin and my friends like all the time and fighting in, in space the space battles were phenomenal you could Fly the Millennium Falcon if you wanted to and shit like that. Yeah. So it was a sleepover hero battles. Yeah, it was a sleepover staple. Absolutely, it was great. Pizza rolls, pizza rolls, the biggest sleepover staple. Thank you. Mom, more bagel <laughs> bites. <laughs> I wish I could relate, but I can't. Cries in European. Yeah, you have better traits, I'm sure. These are like literally just cardboard and plastic with molten hot red sauce inside. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I heard. Such blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. Let's uh, let's kind of go around and see what's going on with everyone. Faelish, thank you for joining the show. Thank you for staying up so late to talk with us. What's coming yeah. up on your channel? Hunt. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, I literally only play Hunt. Uh, they did actually announce today that we are getting Hunt drops next week from the 23rd until the 2nd of March. So, uh, my yeah, future Hunt. Long days of hunt. <laughs> and where can people Many find hunt. you doing that? If you want to see me live, I stream every Tuesday to Saturday uh, on twitch.tv slash failish. Excellent. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, Green Elite, what do you got going on? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to get back into streaming. I'm trying to get back into like an actual rhythm of things. I keep saying this like every week for like the last two months. Uh, going on three. Uh, I don't know why I decided to, to get a, a full-time job again, but like <laughs> here I am trying to figure out like why my hair is falling out and why I have no time to do anything that I like and enjoy. But, but if I do stream, I'm hoping to get back this weekend. Mm -hmm. it'll, it'll be Hunt Showdown for sure. Hunt Showdown or maybe some Overwatch, but it's probably going to be Hunt Showdown because I'm, I'm a slut for Hunt Showdown. <laughs> I'm a Hunt slut. Hunt slut. <laughs> um, Mandachi, how about you? What do you got going on? Uh, not slutting. Um, <laughs> I uh, like I said, I just beat Hi-Fi Rush, and that was just a hundred percent what I had gotten into. And then uh, fellow player from our other show, our D and D five e uh, Isekai Adventure Vrkana, which you can find here as well on YouTube. Uh, just following our channel, Q Quasar. That little minx got me stuck back into Final Fantasy 14. So uh, I'm playing a lot of that. Might be streaming that. Otherwise, I'm currently going through the campaign of Ace Combat 7. So if I end up uh, streaming that, um, hopefully this weekend, you can find me over at twitch.tv backslash Mendachi, M E N D A C I I. Or you can just catch my Twitter. I'll probably say something about it. Probs. I don't know. That's uh, Twitter at only Mendachi. Same spelling. Hell yeah. Uh, I, for coming up on my channel, uh, I'm actually working on some videos. Uh, I am kind of, uh, while I'm here, uh, since I've relocated for a little bit here, I kind of want to experiment with some different content. Um, maybe not focusing so much on streams. I want to try some videos out. So, uh, that's coming up for me. I got to do some recording and stuff like that. And hopefully I can get that stuff out to you guys here pretty soon. I think it's, uh, gonna it not be necessarily gaming focused. It's gonna be a little bit more educational. So we'll see how uh, you guys enjoy that, but that's pretty much it. Otherwise you can join me, uh, shit posting on Twitter at Dana K D A N I E C A E. And I think that's the whole show. Thanks for watching and listening your time. It. <laughs> Thanks for watching and listening, everyone. Your time and attention is always appreciated. But of course, we're not just interested in your time. Let us know what you think about everything that we talked about in the comments down below. And don't forget, if you enjoyed this and we provided some value and you guys want to continue saving money and hanging out with us, you can go on ahead and hit that subscribe button and never miss an episode. A new episode of Yarkana coming up on the channel uh, the next two weeks. And... Uh, if you want to connect with us further, you can also find us on Twitter. Greenly, hit him with that Twitter. At next nothing PC. 
Excellent. It does have a link tree that I, I completely 100% forgot about. That's like <laughs> Thanks, Thanks. Welcome. <laughs> it's NTN. It's NTN podcast. So if, if you use Linktree, I just updated the 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 the, t- the Twitch link on there. So and all the other links look like they're good. So yay! Hell yeah! Otherwise, until next week, stay safe, stay healthy, keep fighting the good fights, and we'll see you again next week. Goodbye. Ta ta. I love you. <laughs>